utterly impossible. Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, Cows Can't Fly, by David Milgram. I like that name. Published by Turtleback Books. Cows Can't Fly is a narrative about a boy who draws a picture of cows flying. Throughout the day, he's told by various adults the title of the book. It just so happens that the picture he drew blows away and ends up in the hooves of some cows, giving them an idea. Will the cows make a genetic leap and defy gravity? Well, run for cover if they're up there. Who knows where these heifers are going to land? We begin on a boy off in La La Land, drawing a picture of cows flying in the sky, while his trusty dog looks on longingly with a look on his face that says, he doesn't have much going for him, but I'm happy he's happy. You know it's bad if the dog's thinking that. Just then, his dad comes to critique his art. He doesn't get it at all. He has no eye for art. Then again, I don't think it's very good either. This dad is definitely thinking, boy's gonna need to get a job. Quote, But then, like magic, came a breeze that grabbed my cows and shook the trees. End quote. Sounds like my Friday night. Um, yeah. I don't think that was magic. I think that was the old dad letting him down easy. The old Oops, it's gone. Might need to think of something else, Trick. Classic. His drawing floats away and just so happens to land in a cow pasture. Don't know the odds, but they had to be pretty slim. The picture landed in the hooves of the only literate talking cows in the entire world. This brings up more serious questions. One of which, who was the mad scientist who gave these cows this kind of intellect? If they can do this to cows, it'll only be a matter of time before they can give bikers the ability to read a stop sign. It's clear this experiment has gone awry. The cows have jumped to the poster on your third grade teacher's wall. If you can think it, you can do it! And they start flying. This is the start of something awful for this boy's world. We've gone from diseases spreading throughout the world to this. It's almost like, maybe... Just maybe, we shouldn't be experimenting on animals. This situation is getting serious. The cows are gliding over the streets of the town, looking like Lizzo in a private jet. We've experienced swine flu, but nothing could have prepared us for cow jet. I can only imagine the implications this will have on his town. There's no umbrella strong enough for this shit. No, seriously, that's a lot of poop fallen from the sky. I already look for cover when a bird's flying over. There's nowhere to run or to hide from these cow pies. Well, the boy takes off all over, trying to warn everyone of the coming catastrophe, from his mom and dad, to his grandma, to his teacher. They all correct him and tell him, that's a load of bull. His teacher actually takes it too far. Quote, Miss Crumb said, Cows were far too fat. That facts were facts, and that was that. 
End quote. What a repulsive statement. Why, I would never jump to fat shaming like she just did to prove a point. I mean, she even has a diagram of a cow on the chalkboard, with an arrow pointing at it, saying, Massive object. I'm appalled. Massive object? Really? Give the species a little dignity. She could have said something like, Big, beautiful bovine. Or, large to some, but really just the right size. And don't forget, powerful, steer. Or, strong and petite compared to a bus, heifer. Something along those lines. This right here is why some people have no confidence in teachers. They teach without thinking of others' feelings. This kid continues on and tries to tell the whole town. He's shouting, but no one is listening, like he's been shadow banned on Facebook. He's pointing up at the magnificent animals just above their heads, but nobody wants to look. They want to stay ignorantly unaware. Boy, I thought them city folks were in for a surprise, but the boy is the only one with his head far enough in the clouds to see it. What does the boy do after this? He goes home and forces his dog to strike a pose. And we can see him drawing away on his sketch pad. We've got a real Da Vinci on our hands here. And the story ends on him walking through a zoo, pondering about what other animals he can alter. Whatever he does, let's keep this kid away from bats and monkeys. David wrote this one all the way back in 1998, but he had some foreshadowing whether he knew it or not, about animals being genetically engineered. But I don't think that's what he was going for with this one, so I'll spare everyone me going down that rabbit hole. I mean, I can. No. No, I won't do it. I believe what moral David was really going for was, let your creativity show, no matter what people say. Because there'll be naysayers out there, and I'll certainly be one of them. But your creativity could inspire others to achieve great things. And if I'm wrong about the moral, and this was just about imagination being more fun than real life, then I've got some beef. As for David's writing, this might be one of the only books where we've seen an author use semicolons. Do I know if he used them correctly? Absolutely not. But who the hell does? I bet he doesn't even know. Anyway, this was a brisk read, which I liked, but I thought his application of word bubbles sometimes got a little confusing. Not a good use at all. I did enjoy his pictures. They included plenty of humor, and his portrayal of many of the characters made it more relatable. This one didn't blast off or crash, but I will say, well, I seen a horse fly, and I seen a dragon fly. Yeah, I seen a house fly. I seen a peanut stand. Heard a rubber band. I seen a needle that winked its eye. But I've done seen about everything. When I see a cow fly. So on a scale from 1 to 5, I'll give this book a 2.7. I'll have a taste push it around to make it look like I ate it, and go back for a couple more bites. This goose is cooked. 
Join us next time for another in-depth book review.